his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams, thanks for everything, mom and dad, will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Chris and Amy Show, sponsored by Summer at SLU. Find your kids' best summer yet at St. Louis University. Time to rewind. It's the Chris and Amy Rewind Recap. Pull yourself together. I know. I'm very sorry. This guy is yes. so upset that the Chicago Bears okay. didn't take Patrick Mahomes. But as he admitted himself just minutes ago, they would have ruined him anyway. <laughs> sure they would have. He would have been Eberflusst. Oh, well, they'd have ruined him before Eberflus. He'd have had two other coaches that wow. could have come in there and just destroyed him. They've had three coaches Wait, three in the time that Mahomes has been in the league. Three. Since um, half of our maybe eighty uh, percent of at people least listening two. are going multiple. Who's, who's Eberflus? Matt Eberflus, former Mizzou coach, coach of the Chicago Bears. He is the head coach now, and he is. Oof. Anyway, um, yeah, I think they would have probably ruined him. So, but anyway, he's so good. He's so good, and it just—it's just—it hurts. It's very hurtful to watch him be as good as he is, and he's back in a Super Bowl again. That explains it. He was again. in a bit. He I mean, we, being Chris Ronji was in a bit of a sour mood. You really can't overstate this. Mm-hmm. The man has been in the league for six years, mm-hmm. and he's gone to the conference championship every single six year. Times. Yeah, Super Bowl four times. So four out of six. Uh, it's just he has uh, won how many Super Bowls? Two. He has won About two. About to win three. So the fact that they've been to six straight championship games, conference championship games. They have been to four of the last five Super Bowls. Right? He's won two. Four of six. Four of six. Why do I keep hearing four of five? I don't know what you're hearing. I don't either. Um, And they've won two. They're a dynasty, period. End. Stop. It doesn't matter whether they win or not this Super Bowl. Would you say they're a dynasty? Do people look back at this, or do they need to win this one to be truly no, cemented it's, it's, as a dynasty, as much as the Patriots were in the early 2000s? No. No, it's not. It's No what? Because I think you need to go probably their borderline dynasty now. You if, probably have to do it again another year or two or get back to a Super Bowl, but I mean if you're Really? I think if they yeah, win this one they're a dynasty because they'll be the first team to well, if repeat they, if they Super win, Bowl victories. Yeah. Oh, I'm just talking about their appearance, just gotcha. being there. I don't know, man. I mean it's Didn't the Bills it's pretty get to several Super Bowls in the you know, 90s. They three in a row and, and they, they lost never them all. Win. Yeah, yeah, and they're not a dynasty. Well, like you got to win at least one. Right. 
I think I think it's probably two or three. But yeah, three probably does it for him. So Yahoo News on uh, their front page this morning, it was why everybody hates the Chiefs now. And it's just because they're good. It's, they win. it's like the Patriots. They win. Um, but also there's probably some personality stuff there. I don't know if you saw this from uh, the pregame where the Baltimore kicker, Justin Tucker, was warming up. And he was on the field, and you got Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey walking mm-hmm. over and throwing his stuff, like throwing his helmet, throwing his kicking tee, just being kind of generally jerky. I think it's stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. But then again, I'm being told, well, he was not supposed to be at that end of the field at that time, but I don't, eh, yeah, Tucker, whatever. Anyway, um, yeah, but generally, if you're really good and you're winning a lot, going, people are tired of seeing you and they want to see somebody mm-hmm. different. Um, Amy, we got the news this morning that the Department of Justice is investigating Representative Cory Bush on the misuse of funds mm-hmm. that were supposed to go to personal security. So um, this is an issue. And there had been reporting on her before about her, uh, was it her fiance at the time? Yeah, he had been providing security and she had been paying him. Yeah. And, they, and people... And because, that, that's, that's from months ago. Yeah, and because she also had been such an outspoken advocate of defunding the police, literally defunding the police, she didn't couch it and say, well, it's not really what we mean. She stood by the phrase even after Joe Biden said, no, Democrats do not want to defund the police. She was one of the last holdouts for that. Uh, and yet she was spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on personal security for herself, which the optics don't look good. I'm not saying she doesn't need security. She certainly does. But so do her constituents. But I don't think it's an either or thing. I do think there is a difference and I'll I'll defend this part of it. There is a difference between being a public figure and a public figure that for a lot of people uh, is really unpopular. She she's popular with her uh, people in her district. But nationally speaking, she is not popular. And there are people who probably consistently send her threats. So if if that's who you are, if you are getting death threats or any kind of threat on a regular basis, then I would imagine, yeah, personal security is a little more uh, timely for you well, than it is for the, the average person. And, it, and it's crazy that she is popular as far as people voting for her. They yeah, keep you know, voting like her for constituents. her. And yet at the same time... At the same time, her constituents include Boeing. It's in her district, one of the largest employers, if not the largest employer, in St. Louis. She wants to defund the Pentagon. She also has the largest Jewish population in the St. Louis area is in her district. She has uh, the most of that, the, the community, the Jewish community, and the Jewish Federation called for her to apologize after she immediately following the October 7th attacks she said the United States need to stop funding Israel at all. Just stop all funding to Israel because they're committing ethnic cleansing. That was her, her phrase. So it's weird that she is getting the votes, but she has also gone against large portions of her constituency. Well, yeah, again, she's not... I, I don't think she is... Uh... She is unpopular in a lot of places. Yeah. So that's, and that's including why we're talking in about DC, where she, she she's not getting a lot. I'm, I'm even saying within the political faction, moving on from the security, when you are so extreme or 
obstinate in a certain view and you refuse to work with or compromise to get things done, you don't get anything done. She doesn't get anything done because she is so extreme in and her that's, views. And that is exactly the conversation we have about extreme members of the right. Same thing. Get something done. Do something for American people instead of just grandstanding all the time. And I totally agree with that. There are two things about this um, additionally. Uh, and, and first and foremost, I think we can do away with the whole Department of Justice is only going after Republicans and only going after conservatives. They're going they're investigating Hunter Biden. They're investigating Cory Bush. This is not it, it's not exclusive to people on the right. The Department of Justice is investigating quite a few things all at once. So I think, first of all, that's number one. Number two, if they come back and find they have evidence that she has done something wrong, illegal, she's got to go. She's got to go. Mm-hmm. We, we have to be consistent in that. It can't just be, well, if 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 this person who's a Republican did something wrong, they have to go. But if you're a Democrat, no, I'll defend you. No, no. Everybody who commits crimes or does something improper while in office because they're working for us, they've got to go. Um, we did not mention this earlier, but I did want to point out because I, I didn't bring it up yesterday. Former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley, obviously Republican uh, candidate for uh, president, hoping to get that, that hoping to beat Donald Trump. She was targeted again by a swatting attempt on New Year's Day. Did you see this? This was just two days after another fake emergency had been reported at her home. Someone called authorities and said that Haley shot her daughter and was threatening to harm herself. Obviously, this is the lie that the swatter called that um, was reported. And so people show up and she's like, I wasn't even home, but my 87-year-old and 90-year-old parents were. And you see the SWAT team coming out surrounding her home. I can't even imagine the... That's traumatic. It would be traumatic. I can't imagine what that would be like to have that happen to your home, but then to have it twice in two days to be swatted. Well, it's dangerous because people so do get dangerous. hurt. People get killed. It, it's happened before. So, you know, I don't know what the punishment is for it, but it's probably not severe enough for somebody who calls in a report like that. So dangerous. Um, we also talked a little bit about the southern border with immigration attorney Kate Lincoln Goldfinch. A battle between the state of Texas and the federal authorities where the Supreme Court has already weighed in. And that's, I think, for me, what is the most concerning about all of this is that once this happens, then what happens the next time the Supreme Court issues something and, and some state leader doesn't doesn't like it. I mean, the last time this happened was during school integrations. And, you know, the, com- the, the president had to commandeer the National Guard. And whether that will occur this time, we don't know. But a concerning moment um, for all of us, I think, in the country, but uh, particularly those of us who are here in Texas. Um, here's what I know. Something has to get done. Mm-hmm. And there needs to be, and I agree with her on this, there's got to be comprehensive reform. We haven't done anything in 40 years. In terms of yeah. the border, real legislation, and that goes for everybody, Republicans, Democrats alike, nothing has been done in almost 40 years. That's outrageous. And when you look at the border, we need to have orderly immigration. We need to have ports of entry that can handle 
the high numbers of immigrants, migrants that are reaching our border. We need to figure out our asylum system because you can have all the immigration laws you want. But if someone says, hey, I'm seeking asylum, I fear for my immediate safety in my home country, then a lot of the regular immigration laws, right, they don't apply. It turns into now asylum law. Well, we've got to figure that out. Uh, We do know that there are a lot of migrants, right, going through other countries where they would have potentially have asylum and then come to the United States. That's why they had Trump's remain in Mexico policy that Biden stopped and then reinstated again. And it, it is a disaster. We also need to be careful with our rhetoric, not not use it as a political football, because that rhetoric does make its way down to countries where people are living in situations where those countries, the governments are collapsing. Right. Or there are gang wars that are breaking out. If I were there, I would do the exact same thing. I would take do, take every risk I could to throw myself or throw my family across the border just to have a chance because you're in a country that's broken right. and violent. We got to figure out. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org slash savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball. And baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> 9 over 8. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. A way to handle it. We just have to. Yeah. Without without forgetting, because whenever we say immigration, we think of the southern border. Without forgetting the Afghans who helped us, who, as Charlie said, Charlie goes, every Afghan who helped us uh, during the war there should have citizenship stapled to their boarding pass on the plane. Oh, there's I there's no disagreement for me on that at all. They risked their lives, Absolutely. their homes, their families, everything, and we abandoned them. That I. We have to still talk about that. Um, we talked to Representative Steve Butts about the uh, possibility of trying to remove or exempt some of the poorer people in St. Louis from having to pay that 1% tax. We studied it, and there is no viable solution on the horizon to replace that kind of money. This bill is laser-focused on the very lowest end of the taxpayers' Uh, it would, we're still debating where to make this cutoff, but it's going to be somewhere around $30,000 or less. These people would be exempt or able to apply for a refund of their portion of the city earnings tax. That would be a maximum of $300 per year. And they are talking about people who are making well less than $30,000 probably, and they're still doing it. They're still uh, looking into it and assessing but it has bipartisan support. Jim Murphy is also in on this, which is good. We don't see a whole lot of bipartisan stuff happening mm-hmm. lately. Um, anything you missed on the Odyssey app, A-U-D-A-C-Y or KMOX.com. 
Go back and listen. Yep. And we wanted to hear from you and want to hear from you about what do you think of when you think of St. Louis? We talked about the St. Louis Business Journal survey they did of over 600 primarily business executives from across the country. What do you think of when you think of St. Louis? The Arch? The Cardinals? Crime? And we do have some folks on hold who want to talk to us right now. 314-436-7900. We'll get to that when we come back. Chris and Amy on KMOX. If the FBI ever looks at my search history, it's not going to be good. I, I just yeah. Googled how long do human bones last in the ocean? And yeah. I'm only asking because apparently Amelia Earhart's plane allegedly Maybe there's might have been found. Explorer, one of those independent, like millionaire explorers, yeah, says he potentially found something that could be her plane. Her plane. However, it is deeper, allegedly, than the Titanic, Titanic. So he has to now get a mission to go. And I can't get a straight there. answer if it's years. Somebody, I saw one uh, result that said thousands of years. A bones yeah, we could last we at the bottom seen of the any ocean. Bones from the Titanic. Right? They haven't pulled anybody out, and I don't think they've... They but can't get all the way inside the ship, can they've they? They've been in the ship. Like, I mean, like all the you way down think, to the depths. You don't think you would have seen some bones on the uh, ocean floor? Well, wherever they are, if they were trapped down in the very lower levels, I don't think the the uh, those drone vessels, whatever they call them, have know. been down there. Can we get James Cameron on and ask him? Let's talk to Mike in Richmond on KMOX. Hello, Mike. Hey, hey, hey. Good afternoon to all the people from St. Louis. Thank you for having me. Hey, uh, thank you. Hey, I'm, I'm actually a current service member of the uh, U.S. military, and I love America. But as you have just mentioned, look, Cory Bush, uh, also Mayor Adams in New York City, they're all being investigated by federal entities for their corruption. Clearly, also you look at Fannie Willis, all of these Democrats, have been corrupted. All of these people are pandering to the special interest. And I don't know why we keep uh, even, why we keep these officials even in office. I don't know why these people uh, are using taxpayers' money to have their husband uh, or their partner um, be their security. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, This is a clear uh, conflict of interest, and she deserves to be fired. So I ask you, can you please call on the firing of Cory Bush? Because, well, there's clearly a violation uh, from her campaign uh, money. Well, we don't know and that yet. We don't We don't know that it's funny. clear. We know that the Department of Justice is investigating, and I, I think you kind of have to wait to see what they find. Um, but if there is wrongdoing, I agree she mm-hmm. should go. But I do not agree that it's just Democrats who are doing this because there are plenty of Republicans who could be investigated for something similar, um, including the, you know, I, I know that uh, they were not in Congress, but they were serving in official capacities. His, uh, the, the former president's uh, daughter and, and son-in-law. I think you could have gone after them, too. And the Department of Justice did not investigate them at all. So. It's there. I hate the both sides issues, and I appreciate the phone call, Mike. Um, but sometimes it is true that you've got people on opposite ends of the aisle that are doing things they shouldn't be doing. Well, and who and and when they get investigated and that they have found to be corrupt in any manner, absolutely they should be gone. Yeah, and I do think when you are a politician and you get whatever fame or 
money that comes with it. It's easy to be corrupted, not because you're a Republican or because you're a Democrat, but because it's human nature yeah. to start to want those things and to abuse sure. those things. And you can't do it. You got it out if, if that's what you're doing. That's Amy Marks Coors. I'm Chris Ranji. This is the Chris and Amy Show on KMOX. Look what we're doing for you, baby. Uh, Day two of five this week, giving away tickets to see Train and REO Speedwagon. Point of Parliament. Is that a normal pairing? Is that the same crowd? I don't know. Because... Yeah, My dad doesn't listen to Train, but he listens to REO Speedwagon. Well, they're probably trying to... Uh, it's probably one of those things where they're like, hey, we can get... Is it because of wagons and trains? Like... <sighs> Dude. Like all right. Just like, let's okay. just okay. Let's just... July 16th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. It is Train with REO Speedwagon. It's going to be a great night. And this show cares about you, so we're giving away a pair of tickets right now to oh. caller number... Eight. Caller number eight to the contest line, 314-955-1120. 314-955-1120. honor of how many times Ronge hit the snooze button probably this morning. I don't do a lot of snooze buttoning. I just, I get, I get right to work, baby. All right. I do. So let's, uh, <laughs> we appreciate it. Um, so good luck to you. 314-955-1120, caller 8. We will have tickets to give away for the rest of the week starting tomorrow again. So tomorrow, Thursday, Friday. So you have to listen for your chance to win uh, tickets to Train and REO Speedwagon. Well, Bud Light is attempting to make a comeback after the whole Dylan Mulvaney debacle. And they've lost a, a decent market share. And they are trying to rebound. To discuss that with us, Associate Professor of Marketing at St. Louis University, uh, Dr. Brett Boyle is with us on the Quiver River Electric guest line. Good afternoon, doctor. How are you? I'm great. And, Amy, I think you've got a great marketing mind when you start thinking train and wagon together with REO and train. I, I, a, a plus for, for Could that. you please um, not? Listen to this. Uh, Dr. Boyle, honestly, Ronj doesn't give many credit, but he does give me credit for marketing. Um, I had this since we're talking about Bud Light. Oh, um, this was a great one. What, what do you if, think of this? This was we, months ago when people were still uh, all back upset. Back in April. I mean, it happened in April. Yeah. So with Dylan Mulvaney and all of that, and people were upset. But I mean, Bud Light still, like, great. they give to Folds of Honor. They give to all these other. They're just amazing. It's a broad spectrum, Bud Light. So I thought, what if they had a campaign called Bud Lighten Up? <laughs> like, wow. Bud Lighten Up, everybody. Like, let's just have a beer. Yeah. Bud Lighten Up. It's just beer, guys. Let me let me do a survey on that and get back to you. How about that? I I mean, like, what are as a marketing professor, as somebody who is an expert, what do you? That's kind of good, it's right? Kind of funny. It's, it's it's good. It really is. It's catchy. It's, it, it. <laughs> that could have been it. You could just have people on this commercial where they're just getting back together and be like, "Man, Bud, lighten up." Bud, lighten up. It's just beer. It's just beer. I, 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 I was, uh, it, it's, it, it works better than what's up. That was brilliant, that though, got, at the time. Uh, that, that got old really quick. Well, it yeah, sure yeah. did, but at, at the mo- I remember when that commercial happened, just how, wow, like okay. that's all anybody talked about and for, Dr. for days. And Dr. Boyle, I know we've got more to talk to you about, yes. but also Ronj has a clothing line idea. <laughs> I'm going to have to start charging for this. Yeah. Well, Here's uh, his idea. Don't steal it. Don't, don't steal don't it. Don't tell it to any of your students. You know Bob Onder? From Onder Law? From, from Onder Law? 
Yeah. I would like to start a clothing company, and we're going to call it Underwear. Uh, we'll get back to him. He's probably... That, that could probably work for his office. Yeah. It probably would work for his office. I think so. Yeah. All right. Let's. There's all kinds of there's all kinds of catchphrases we can work with that too. So with lawyers too. Yeah. I love it. Uh, so uh, Bud Light is attempting to make a comeback here. They are going to be um, uh, spending quite a bit of money for Super Bowl ads, which has not been done in a bit. So they will be there. I just saw about 20 minutes ago. There's an up and coming comedian, Shane Gillis, who just announced. I think it was like 25 minutes ago, a partnership with Bud Light. So they are, and and they've got the thing with Travis Kelty. So there's there's a lot going on there. Will it work? Yeah, I think it will. Um, brands do go through some phases of, at times. I mean, I'm old enough to remember uh, the Coke, the new Coke debacle, um, and they rebounded. They're, you know, brands go through some some trials and, and, you know, they, they took a chance with this, um, with this campaign with Dylan Mulvaney. It did not work well. Uh, they lost something like 14% of sales. Uh, but I, I think brands are pretty fluid, especially when you've got star power behind them, like uh, Emmett Smith and, and Peyton Manning have been seen in some recent commercials for, for Bud Light. And I've got a sneaking suspicion they're going to be prominent in the, the Super Bowl ads. Um, I've been looking at, there's, there's teasers for the, their Super Bowl ad that's coming out. So, um, yes, there's actually commercials for commercials now. So, um, I, I think it's, it's probably going to, it, it's probably not going to be overnight, but people will end up lightening up, as, as Amy said. So, and this, this is both... Odd and, and but also a, a serious question because I think everybody was shocked by the extent of the the uh, backlash, backlash against yeah. Dylan Mulvaney. Like, wow, these are real numbers that we can track. Did did Dylan Mulvaney like did that campaign hurt Budweiser? And I'm not making a joke out of this, but like more than Jared hurt Subway. I mean, Subway bounced back which is, you know, something that you wouldn't, you would think that that would be a big issue, but I feel like Bud Light has been hit harder by this. I I think the difference is that people attach themselves to their beer a lot more than they attach themselves to their Subway sandwich. When, when a, especially a guy, when a guy orders a beer, he's in a way, you know, kind of telling the world who he is. Right. Mm -hmm. And so when, uh, a brand starts modifying the personality of the brand, they run the risk of, of alienating their base. And, and that's exactly what, what happened in this case. Um, I, you know, I heard early on about the boycott and I was actually surprised that it made such a dent that it did. Uh, but that just goes to how personalized uh, our, our beer choice is. we're showing the world who we are by the beer we drink. Hmm. Which is so interesting. Mm -hmm. I I never thought of it that way. I was also surprised that it, I kind of thought it would be a blip and people would cry about it for a while and then it would, it would subside, but it really, it really didn't for many months. People, people hung on to it. Um, I, because people How? don't like to change their habits, and yeah. they don't like to be inconvenienced. And so right. to stop drinking a beer that you like seems counterintuitive. 
the question right. is, I know that there are people who wonder, is there going to be, will they ever get back the market share that they had? There's going to be a rebound. The question is just how much of a rebound will there be? Well, that may not be just due to this uh, Dylan Mulvaney issue. Uh, what they have going against them is, is a tide of uh, lower beer sales in general. So it's not just them that's seeing a, a decline. There's, there's obviously the Bud Light decline was exacerbated by, by the, the ad campaign. But uh, in general, uh, younger people are drinking less, and those who are drinking are drinking less beer. And it's more of the seltzers, and obviously they've gotten into that line of product too. Uh, but as far as Bud Light as a brand, um, they've got a lot of headwinds going against them other than just this this one issue. Have you, uh, being in the marketing uh, business, have you followed the rise of Stanley Cup tumblers and how exactly those have been around for 100 years but marketed marketed so effectively that they are now causing a true phenomenon? Yeah, um, it's, it's, it reminds me of uh, people going back to vinyl records, right? It's, we love nostalgia, right? It's, it's, it's probably not going to be long-lived, it's, it's, uh, it, but it's just a part of nostalgia that we all, we all enjoy. You know, as we look ahead to um, the Super Bowl commercials, we know that that is, for a lot of people who watch that game, the most important part for them or the most interesting part, they love the commercials and so much money is spent on them. How, uh, what sorts of dollars are we talking about total will be spent in advertising on Super Bowl Sunday? Well, it's uh, $7 million for a 30-second commercial. <laughs> um, and I understand that the, they, they've sold all their ad spots. I don't know the exact number of ad spots they have. But um, the, the, that price of $7 million is almost exactly as, as last year. So they haven't gone up from last year. It's a, it's a little bit more than a 30-second ad from two years ago. Uh, but what the, what's what's spent is nowadays is spent on the pre-promotion of the ad. As I as I mentioned, there, there's ads now for for the Super Bowl ads. It's become its own event within the event. So a lot of their uh, a, a lot of the uh, target audience might not be interested in the Super Bowl at all. Well, we have to find them as a brand. We've got to get on on Instagram. We've got to get on YouTube and send out these trailers and, and get eyes, eyes on the, on the ball game if, if anything, just to, to see the ads. So there's that extra money aside from just getting on the Super Bowl. But on the other hand, we're, this conversation is an example of the extra benefit from being a Super Bowl ad. There's all kinds of publicity around the ads. There's people talking about, about Super Bowl ads. So it's, we're, we're obviously giving Anheuser-Busch some, pre-publicity right now so right. Uh, there's there's more than just the, you, know, you say oh seven million dollars for a 30 second commercial and then i'll add on the production costs and, and all that but it's more than just that 30 seconds that the brand's being exposed and i know this might be maybe it is just a educated guess speculation or maybe it is quantifiable but just how much more value each of these commercials has now that the Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, 
Taylor Swift will allegedly be there and fans will be watching. The numbers are going to be greater with Taylor Swift at that Super Bowl than they would have been if the Chiefs hadn't made it. I I recently saw a a number that Taylor Swift has added something like $300 million to the brand value of the NFL brand. Yep. And, And whether you're a fan of hers or not, she obviously is bringing eyeballs to to games. I saw a T-shirt. It just says it's a Chiefs T-shirt number eighty-seven, and it says "Go Taylor's boyfriend." Yep. We. I was at a party, and there were at least one or two of those shirts at the party I was at on, on yeah. Sunday to have people over to watch the game. Yeah, uh, I even saw the a fake mock-up of a Madden twenty twenty-five video game with just Taylor Swift's picture on the cover. I did see that, that one awesome. too. I did see that uh, yeah, one. Yeah. So it's it's a real thing. Uh, and that's gonna I, I would imagine this year's Super Bowl will be much greater ratings than last year's because of Taylor Swift. Yeah, the we just talked about the numbers. The AFC championship game, over fifty five million people watched it. It was the most watched AFC championship ever. So yes. That number will it, it'll just get bigger because you've got a huge market in San Francisco. The Super Bowl is already big as it is. It's it's going to be probably the most watched ever. I bet. And I, 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 yeah, I would think so. Uh, Doctor Boyle, we appreciate it. Thanks for talking with us and thanks for the uh, the advice on on our marketing plans. All right. Thanks very much and good luck. We're going to move forward with underwear. And on and Bud Lighten Up. <laughs> and Bud Lighten Up. Dr. Brett Boyle, Associate Professor of Marketing at SLU, with us on KMOX. And Congratulations, Curtis in Belleville. Going to go see Train and REO Speedwagon July 16th at Hollywood Casino Amphitheater. And uh, he wins those tickets courtesy of Amy and me. That's right. Because we're we are giving people you and I, I think uh, tomorrow, Thursday, Friday, we also have tickets to give away. So you'll have to be listening for your chance to win. I already said earlier that my uh, Google search history is not great, and um, I could be in trouble someday. Mm-hmm. But it's all for show purposes. Yeah. And one of our listeners, three one four four three six seventy nine hundred, is trying to get me in trouble. Oh no! Uh, saying that William Shatner. Um, had a line of pants that he was selling, put it together. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to get in trouble. But I was Googling it, and so the things they forced... Shatner in the pants. Had it, oh, pants, pants line. Yes. Yeah. So, so he pr- named the pants after him and his last name. That's correct. Hmm. So I, of course, have to go to Google yeah. to see if uh, that's a real thing. And it's not that I could tell, but... There was an incident that he had at his one-man show back in October of 2022. Come on, that guy's 90. Give him a break. So he was doing a one-man theater show. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's singing or whatever spoken word. And he uh, tells the story about how he uh, woke up that day Mm -hmm. with some intestinal issues. Distress. Distress. Wasn't sure if he was going to be able to make it to the show, but he had to. It was opening night. There were critics there. There were it was a full house. He had to go, so he got there. He got halfway through the show, and uh, well, disaster struck Amy. Yeah, the old one man number two. He had to. He had to. He had to leave the stage. Yeah. He said, "Uh, 
Uh, we seem to be having a small technical That's difficulty. That's really sad. He's 90 years old. Well, I know. The man but- is, he's putting on shows, a one-man show, no less. Yeah. He's traveling. He went to the moon. Well, he didn't go to the moon, but he went to outer space. Right, right. <laughs> yes. So he... Uh, Come on. He, he said that after the fact, um, what happened was he said, please bear with us. I'll be right back. That's and then he had to go fix the problem. And yeah. all of this started because of your underwear idea. It did. It started because of underwear, and one of our listeners is trying to get me in trouble. So. I've had a few good ideas, too. Yeah. Well, I think Bud Lighten Up is the best. Bud Lighten Up is so good. I mean, I think they could have, you know, it's somewhat subversive. It's not mean, but it's a little cheeky. It I is. think they. I think, honestly, I should get paid a lot of money for that. I agree with you. Bud Lighten Up, it's just beer. Dude. What an idea. Anyway, um, hope you have a great rest of your day. We'll be back tomorrow at 10 o'clock with train and REO Speedwagon tickets to give away. God willing, and the creek don't rise. It's Chris and Amy on KMOX. His karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt. Hi-ya! And even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. But with the 3% annual percentage yield you can earn on a PenFed premium online savings account, your goal of supporting his dreams... Thanks for everything, Mom and Dad. ...will always be worth it. Apply today at PenFed.org savings. Federally insured by NCUA. $5 minimum to open account. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed. PenFed's got great rates for everyone. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.